0: Can't goof off already.
1: Listen.
0: We just got started.
1: We didn't get started. That's the problem. <laughs> anyway. What? stop? Good. No. Y'all. Welcome back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the welcome 300- 3,000.
1: <laughs> we need to find you a better intro.
0: <laughs> Why don't you say it? You don't never say
1: it. What's good, y'all? We here. Back um, at it. Um, like a crack.
0: You gon' be shocked like static. I killed the game and I wasn't half bad at it.
1: Look back at it.
0: Mm. You move the metal but you not attractive. You a bad magnet. Been ten years and you still stagnant. Better watch who you calling an alien. You.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was trying to make the bar work.
1: He <laughs> just kept calling it. <laughs> alien nigger.
0: <laughs> I tried to make the bar work because I said been ten, so I said you better watch. Who you calling an alien? I tried to make a bar out of it. It didn't work. Welcome back to the Keep It 3000 podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Nessa. And man, um, so yeah, we're not on schedule at all, but we've been having some personal things going on. Vanessa hasn't really felt well over the past few days, so that's why, you know, I know we're trying to get back on schedule, but it's going to take some doing. We're adults, you know what I'm saying? We got shit to do. But we're here now. We here. We are. So, hey, man, we about to really get into it. We got a great show for y'all motherfuckers. Um, couple updates I want to say, though. First things first, we are on every platform now, except for YouTube at the moment. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. You know what I'm saying? You can go to link in the bio or link in the description and go to the RSS feed. You'll see everything that we on. You can use whatever the hell. I don't know why I wanted to say fuck and <laughs> uh, You can say whatever you want or say whatever you... What's going on? <laughs> I don't
1: know. What's
0: happening? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> Let me try that one more time. You can find whatever avenue you want to use to listen to the podcast there. Also, a couple things. Um, as far as our off the top segment of the podcast, it's we're still gonna have it, but I'm currently shopping some new ideas for a title because I just realized a lot of podcasts call their segment that's like this off the tops. <laughs> So I don't want us to just have another off the top. So let me, we're trying to spitball some names for it. Um, Maybe that's my only update. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Regarding the reverb, we've heard the complaints. We understand the reverb was crazy on the last couple of episodes. We are currently in the process of moving into a new area and we were trying to record in that new area because it's more spacious and we'd be more comfortable there. But... There's no furniture, so <laughs> it's the reverb is really bad. I tried to see if I could fix it, but uh, if it's not sounding good, we'll just keep recording where we are until we get some furniture in that place. So um, I think that was my last update. I think.
1: Said too. So
0: yeah. So hey, that's a bet. We're gonna move into what is currently the off the top segment of the podcast. Um, Ness, you want to go first, or you want me to go first?
1: You can go first. You wanted to bring it back
0: up. (laughs) I did want to bring it back up. So on the last episode of the podcast, make sure you guys go watch it. It was called, uh, what, Idris Elbow? (laughs) Check out the episode, Idris Elbow, and you'll see the part one to the discussion that we're about to have. So I basically brought to the table this uh argument that i've heard that black people cannot be racist and i brought that up on the podcast and me and vanessa had a pretty lengthy discussion about it and um yeah i don't know i just wanted to kind of bring it back up just to hit maybe a couple of points that weren't really hit the first time around um Now, my side is that black people can be racist. I believe anybody can be racist towards anybody. And I feel like the argument that no, black people can't be racist because we don't have any power over anybody. We don't have any power over white people. We can't, you know, systemically affect white people negatively. But. All that is, is systemic racism, which I feel is a branch of racism. There is such a thing as just regular person-to-person racism. So me walking up to a white person and saying, hey, I'm worth more than you because you're a filthy cracker. Yeah, that's pretty fucking racist. And that makes me a racist. Like, there's, there's no way around it. It doesn't matter that I can't, you know... I can't sick the cops on him. You know, I can't, I can't, you know, affect his living situation or, you know what I'm saying, imprison him on some false charges. Like, it doesn't mean anything. I'm still racist,
1: is basically my side. And my point was that racism is like when you're discriminated or. Prejudiced or oppressed.
0: Discriminized is a word. I
1: don't know. We're using it today. Okay. (laughs) Discriminated, whatever. Doesn't (laughs) matter. You get what I mean.
0: I know what you mean.
1: So basically, my point was just like, I feel like the fact that, you know, racism and oppression is tied. It's like you commit an act of racism by being, like, by oppressing another group of people that are outside of your race. And the fact that we can't really do that with white people because they have more power than us, because they enslaved us for, like, years is my point.
0: I feel you. Yeah, we just got to agree to disagree on that one. But the main reason I wanted to bring this back to the fold is because I actually thought of something quite interesting. So I know you don't agree with me, but let's just say for the hypothetical if that a you do. If white person, if I sorry, heard all of a white person experiencing racism, I can pretty comfortably say I wouldn't give a shit. Like... I just don't give a shit about a white person experiencing racism, especially from a from a black person. I no, I I don't care. And I may be very counterintuitive and I may be very hypocritical for me personally, but I'm sorry. I just I can't give a shit about that because no racism that a white person experiences is going to be them getting lynched. Or them getting chased down and having a slur yelled at them while they get the shit beat out of them.
1: Having dogs chase after them and like.
0: Getting sprayed with water hoses. Sprayed
1: with hoses, nigga.
0: And beat with fucking batons and shit. They're not gonna get falsely shot imprisoned, killed. shot and killed. Like these are the things that are just not gonna happen. Like that's not the kind of racism they'll ever experience now. So. Yeah. Now, do I want bad shit to happen to them? Do I want them to experience racism? Not really. They didn't do anything to me. It's more just like, if you experience racism as a white person, the probably worst thing you'll experience nine times out of ten is being called a cracker. Man, man, I wish the only thing I had to worry about was being called a nigger. I (laughs) wish that was the extent of it. If, if, if it has to be like this, I wish it was just that. <sighs> like, bro, like that's that's probably the worst you're going to get. So I, I think it's you like got you it pretty have good.
1: To acknowledge your privilege
0: to Always. some extent.
1: <laughs> it's like you may be going through a lot of shit and you may be getting bullied, whatever. But it's like you don't have to worry about walking down the street. In a hoodie or something like that, you walking home with, with a skittles. With skittles in your pocket, and you just eat them. And a police officer walk up to you. Nah,
0: it was like, for his mom's. Well, still, yeah.
1: It's just like if, a or I'm pretty sure
0: uh, somebody about to be. They about to be mad as shit. <laughs> they about to be mad as
1: shit. How you don't know the details of the Trayvon Martin?
0: Listen, there's so many of them. It's hard to keep track.
1: I feel like this story <laughs> is the same. <laughs> It's the same story, regardless of what is in his pocket. They
0: they just keep switching the names yeah. out.
1: Shut up. Look, that's not funny.
0: Look, the, the names are just stickers. They they just put names together. I mean, thinking some of these sound like they got this like two first names: Trayvon Martin, Brianna Taylor. <laughs> look one day let, let me stop
1: please that
0: was <laughs> one day we gonna get a Johnson Henderson and I will be like out what of pocket. <laughs> ain't out no goddamn of pocket. Johnson Henderson
1: out of pocket
0: I'm sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is out of your pocket okay it's Listen, way out there
0: listen, as black people sometimes we gotta get through it by laughing We just, we just gotta laugh our way through it but so we can agree there like it's really hard to have empathy for a white person experiencing racism
1: yeah
0: like you are so lucky that all you have to worry about is being called a cracker maybe once at like what every other six years cause it's not gonna happen like that yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so I'm glad we found somewhere to agree <laughs> You know the last you kind of whooped my ass in the last podcast. I'm not gonna front. You was you, you was pressing me, and I did not have I didn't have responses for you. I didn't have a defense. You was pressing me, <laughs> Vanessa Jarrett, attorney at law,
1: <laughs> <laughs> attorney for hire,
0: attorney for hire. You lost your job already. What you do? Goddamn.
1: Goddamn. I called a white person a crack.
0: We're moving on (laughs) because all you want to do is play, and I have time to play. (laughs) I don't play with no bottle, (laughs) (laughs)
1: baby. Would you please? (laughs) Would you please chill? I'm chilling. I no, I don't think you are. You need to be chiller than that.
0: I need to be chiller than that. Shit, no, Corey.
1: No chillers art.
0: Yep, that's that was the that
1: was the. (laughs) Speaking of Corey,
0: we're going to okay. move on to our what's...
1: You, you did that on purpose. You tried to segue. I didn't. No,
0: I didn't. No. I didn't. I segway. promise I didn't. You it. tried to segue into that real quick. You tried to slide in there. I see you. I see Bruh, you. I swear it was off the dome. I swear. I swear if I can oh Lord, it was Ooh. off the dome. Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. a oh, lot.
1: What? Do we need to stop? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you clowning. <laughs> it. You clown is off the perch. am out all the time, people. I'm not all the <laughs> time. Use your common sense. Use
0: your common sense.
1: <laughs> Anyways, I don't
0: need no tissue.
1: Yep. Stop. Yeah, Anyways,
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying. Why you sound like oh why you sound like the sample from that one song? Um Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh uh Oh shit oh shit uh wet dreams J. Cole Ah
1: oh. <laughs> <I, I, I, laughs> <laughs> <I'm, laughs>
0: Y'all, I promise we'll get back on focus. I just, I just gotta look this up real quick. I gotta know. I gotta know if I'm thinking of the right shit. Yep, I am. I don't even gotta play it. I'm gonna take y'all,
1: Batman,
0: <laughs> as I do so well. Nothing like that. Uh, it wasn't nothing like that last time <laughs> she was in my math class. Long hair, brown skin, with the fat ass. Okay. <laughs> Simon used to laugh at bad jokes.
1: Get back on to okay. topic. <laughs>
0: oh my god all right y'all we gonna move on to the what's popping segment of the podcast where we talk about you know current events anything that's going on right now that's a hot topic that we feel like we want to discuss um another week where nothing is happening in the news that i give a shit about and i keep saying it like that nothing's happening in the news that i give a shit to talk about let me say that Mm -hmm. so like I don't know. We'll just keep talking about the same shit on YouTube (laughs) and how YouTube is becoming a bullshit platform for everyone. Uh, Corey Kitchen We've discussed him on the podcast before Very popular YouTuber Especially in the black community Very, 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 very popular YouTuber And um, you know what I'm saying He basically does the Playing video games online thing But he also does reactions And other kind of videos He's very, very, very funny And actually very smart And I'm growing to admire the man Because y'all twins.
1: No, we're not. I have a witness. (laughs) I look nothing like him. No, not For one. First of all, that's not even what I meant. I meant (laughs) y'all personalities are the same, nigga. Fuck you. Man,
0: we kind of similar.
1: Kind of. We literally had Chris say... He reminds me a little of you, actually. Oh my <laughs> That's God. what he
0: said.
1: He said that.
0: Christian, if you listening, you still a bitch for that shit, man.
1: Because <laughs> it's true. It ain't the truth. Yes, it is. You're just like...
0: Man, anyways. <laughs> uh, Corey Kenshin, he went on a hiatus for a little bit. He came back. And um, when he came back, he actually came back to some fuck shit. So... He posted a video of this game called The Mort- Mortuary Assistant, and he's playing the game. You know what I'm saying? It's a pretty fucked up game. It's pretty scary. And um, apparently, this video was up, and then it got taken down a few hours after it went up. And Vanessa and I thought that was weird. And
1: actually, we I think we were watching in the middle it. of watching it, and it cut, like... It just cut off. 20, 30 minutes into the video.
0: Something like that.
1: And the video was literally literally up for like a couple hours. Right. Because we saw it and you called me and told me. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I saw it. And then we was like, okay, we can watch it later. Then we came. Mm -hmm. We started watching it and it just cut off.
0: It just cut off. And
1: it wasn't on his channel.
0: I couldn't find it no more. It was just gone. So I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Me and Vanessa thought he was maybe just, you know, editing something or trying to add something in. Or maybe he got copyrighted and needed to Because that was something. my first
1: day. I was like, maybe he got copyrighted for something and YouTube took it down. Right. And then it didn't come back on his page for a minute. And then he posted the video. Right. Like of him, you know, talking about it.
0: Talking about it, yeah. And now Vanessa and I have not really discussed this video. But Corey Kinchin uploaded a video. It's called um, YouTube... Favoritism and racism or the other way around I don't remember how yeah, exactly it was I think it was favoritism and
1: racism it's okay
0: and um you know we watched it definitely not used to seeing Corey be so serious now he was kind of serious in the comeback video when he was talking about his toxic fans which we spoke about on uh, one of the previous episodes but He was still, you could tell he was being serious, but he was still, like, adding moments of levity in the conversation. Mm -hmm. This didn't feel like that. At all. This He started the video by letting us know that he is about to take this video very, very seriously. And... He did. There's not a single meme, you know. For those who don't watch him, Corey Kinchin is one of those YouTubers that, you know, he'll insert memes after he says something or after something happens in the game. He'll insert some kind of viral meme. So there were no memes in this video. There are very few cuts. Especially for a Corey Kinchin video, there are very few edits. And no joking. Nothing humorous. A little bit of situational humor just because the situation is so fucking dumb. But yeah. Very serious video from Corey, pretty much explaining how whenever he comes back from a hiatus, he's trending for a while.
1: Yeah, he's like number one for like the first couple days.
0: Right. For a few, I think he said for a couple weeks at one point. He was number one trending or something like that. Or yeah, maybe for week. his,
1: like, his 10 million comeback. I think that's when he was, like, he was trending, like, that video or whatever was trending. And then, like, YouTube did something to his old video.
0: Right. And even with his comeback video this time, that shit was trending for a minute. Right. I kept looking at the trending page. It kept being on there. Yeah. I was like, damn, like, so like he's basically explaining in this video that whenever he comes back from his hiatuses and he's trending for a while, he run into some bullshit with YouTube. Right. He get like, copyrighted or age restricted. age restricted. And like, it's like it really does feel like to him, this is how he was explaining it. He really does genuinely feel like YouTube is targeting him. And scrutinizing him more than they scrutinize any other channels that are, you know, of a lighter skin tone. Hmm. And Corey, because it was basically
1: like he his video was the only one that got age restricted. Yeah, even when he looked up, like
0: he looked know. at um ah, uh, is it McCallis? I don't remember, or maybe not. I don't know, but yeah, I, I recognize someone the like
1: that's in the similar like subscriber range he looked them up and they happened to be white and he was just like let me i thought see he was asian video. is he i don't I know. think he's asian anyway he went to his video and was like let me see if they age restricted his video mm. and they didn't they hadn't and he was like let me see if like because remember he had someone on the team mm-hmm. like a representative
0: his youtube rep yep
1: so he like emailed them and was like hey my video was age restricted And I don't know why, even though everybody else is posting the game. And then I guess the rep was just like, well, maybe it was this part. Maybe they age restricted you for. So when Corey went to the video, like of the guy, Uh did you find it? No. Well, when he went to the video of the guy that had, you know, didn't get age restricted, he was just like. Markiplier.
0: Markiplier. That's his name. Markiplier.
1: But is he Asian?
0: Oh, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Look, look, Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look, look, Mark uh, Markiplier. He looks of some sort of ethnicity that's not... Because I've seen him a lot. Yeah, I've watched him before. He looks like he's Asian to me. He doesn't look like he's just white.
1: Maybe Italian.
0: I don't know. <laughs> but I just know he ain't just white.
1: Anyway. Basically, went to a Markiplier's video and was like, he literally has the same part that I had that could have, I guess, age-restricted him. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, that is weird.
0: Very weird. And then, like, you know, they, they took the age restriction off when he sent the information about Markiplier's video. And then, you know, when he's, when Corey is basically, like, calling them out on their shit, then... They go back and then they age restrict Corey and Markiplier. And it's just like, <sighs> I've heard this story too many times, but like I keep hearing this story about you two fucking up
1: right?
0: or maybe not fucking up. Cause re- remember what I always say, the system is not broken. <laughs> the system works exactly as it is intended to work. Mm-hmm. So maybe not fucking up. <laughs> And, you know, scrutinizing t- channels, right? black channels, smaller channels. And I felt everything Corey said in that video. Yeah. I felt it. Because it's just like, it felt like to him as soon as he start <clears throat> popping off and seeing some extra growth, here they come trying to stop that growth.
1: Right. Like as soon as he come back and he's trending for a while, it's just like, oh, no, we got to we got to stop him
0: fishing out a copyright from like a video from like five years ago <laughs> it's like what are you doing so that shit was weird i did and i did that thing that he said to do in the video when he was like log out of youtube and scroll i did it right here in front of vanessa i logged out and i scrolled the home page yeah you can easily tell who their favorites are yeah and none of their favorites are of darker skin tone.
1: And if they are, they're playing sports.
0: <laughs> right. Or doing something music related. <laughs> so, and and this is not me calling YouTube racist or saying that the people that are working up there are racist. I don't know. But there is definitely some favoritism. I know that. You know, people people's audiences are clicking the notification bells. It's not notifying them when they upload.
1: Right. They shadow ban them.
0: They be shadow banning people. They don't fucking make it so your video does not get sent to the uh to the subscribers or to the homepage.
1: Right.
0: It's almost like you didn't upload
1: nothing. Except if they go to your video, like if you're if they go to your <laughs> channel <laughs> and like See that you upload it. It's like, wait. Bruh. But then sometimes it don't even be allowed in the upload. That's true. Because like when you're shadow banned, I don't know if it's like. Because at least, okay. On TikTok, it's like if you get shadow banned, like your sound might be taken out or like they'll take down the video Or, like, they don't send notifications or, like, they don't put it on your For You page. So it might work similarly on YouTube. Like, they sometimes take it down or they'll cut your sound out or something like that.
0: I don't see why YouTube is age-restricting videos where the YouTuber already clicked the button that says this is not for children. Right. If they already clicked that, why are you age-restricting them? Now, if you're just trying to get at them because you feel that whatever's portrayed in the video is inappropriate for their advertising, if you just demonetize them, I understand that a little bit more. But going as far as age restricting it, when they already clicked the box that said they don't want kids to watch it, what the fuck is the point of the box if you're just going to disregard it?
1: But with Corey's videos, like anyone could watch them.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. But so does he do? He doesn't click that button.
1: Probably not because he doesn't even like even when he's playing games that have cussing in them, he cuts. He them bleeps
0: out. them out. Yeah. And he so, doesn't yeah. cuss
1: in any of his videos.
0: You're right. But OK, so you age restrict them, but you don't even give them the segment of the video. That's a problem. Right. Right. Like, I've experienced this, not with playing games and shit, but like when I was I was doing music reactions for a short amount of time and, you know, it got copyrighted when it got copyrighted. They told me every single part of the video that was, you know, a problem where the song was playing for too long Right. so I could easily go to my go back into the file, edit that stuff out and then upload it again. Bro, when you get fucking age restricted, they don't tell you what the fucking problem is. Right? They don't tell you what parts are nothing. You just gotta fish through and play a guessing game, and keep uploading and uploading and uploading just to see what may be causing it.
1: And it's just like the part that you know the YouTuber had told him that might be the problem is literally the part that Markiplier had too. So it's like, that wasn't the problem, obviously, because he had it.
0: And other YouTubers, too, had it.
1: So I really don't understand.
0: So, yeah, we basically 1000% agree with what Corey was talking about. Uh, is YouTube racist? I don't know, but they are definite, they definitely show uh, favoritism. And, you know, as far as them being racist, listen... I think every big company is racist (laughs) every big company owned by white people is racist like it just is old rich white motherfuckers are racist like that's just that's just it poor old white motherfuckers is racist (laughs) oh man so i wanted to transition this conversation actually because we're talking about a youtuber i wanted to transition it over to something that i found interesting over this past week so you know like me and vanessa we love stu uh steven universe almost said student universe what (laughs) the fuck (laughs) who is student who is (laughs) student Anyways, me and Vanessa love Steven Universe. Uh, she was a super stan of it, and then she recommended it to me. We watched it together. I've fallen in love with the show. And, um, you know, we've been talking about it a lot, and we've actually been attempting <laughs> to watch this very long video Heavy on YouTube. On attempting. For real. Like, it has been a struggle. We are not even what? We're not even a fifth way through that video.
1: No, I think we got a little bit more than the last time and the time before that.
0: What are we, like the 30th minute? <laughs> Cause
1: I think it's a little longer than Because it's a three hour long video, right? I thought it was two. Oh, well, it, maybe it is two. I'm but pretty I'm sure pretty sure two. we got like 40 minutes in, 45. You think so? I think so. Because we skipped the part, remember? Like we skipped oh,
0: the yeah, the you're right. It, it was two hours and we got to 50. Okay. So we've gotten to fifty, but this is over four attempts, right? <laughs> of trying to watch this video that is called. I'm not gonna like tell you like who it is. I'm not gonna. I'm not telling y'all to go watch it, but it's called Stephen Universe's garbage. And here's why. <laughs> and here's why. And there is someone talking. I don't know if I can't really, you know, I. It sounds like a dude, but when I look at the channel uh, cover art it seems and the, and the name of the channel too it seems like it's could like i don't know what's going on i don't know either. it seems like it could be two people or they could be trans i don't know what, i don't know what's going on so i'm just going to refer to them as they and them um and they excuse me they pretty much were going into why they thought Steven universe is garbage now let's stop right there i personally not attacking anybody that does it, but I personally think it's a little weird to upload a two-hour video of why you hate something. Me personally, when it comes to art, I just purely do not see the point in talking so, talking at so much length about something that you hate. I just will never really understand that. I I would never really want to watch a two-hour video of someone explaining to me why they hate something. I'm not judging it. It just feels... It just seems weird to me. Mm. So, with that being said, though, he goes into the video or they go into the video and, you know, I notice immediately that they just can't seem to stop... Mm -hmm. They just can't seem to stop talking about Rebecca Sugar, the Steven Universe creator.
1: Like negatively.
0: Negatively. They just can't seem to say Rebecca is incapable of writing this and Rebecca is, you know, obsessed headstrong.
1: with obsessed, this narrative.
0: Obsessed with this narrative. Obsessed with her agenda. Rebecca can't seem, Rebecca's a terrible this. And, and I'm just like, it, it's been very difficult to get through this video. One, because we feel like their takes are bad. Now, that may just be because we disagree. I mean... But they genuinely do kind of feel like bad takes because...
1: Most of them, I feel like... It's like, okay, there's maybe one or two that we kind of was just like, oh, okay. Like, I never thought about it like that. Like, explain and then he'll come back and be like, yeah, because Rebecca Sugar. Da, da, da. I'm like, OK, dude, you lost me. Lost me. So it's just like even the ones that are the least bit of credible is like gets all taken away when you start like bashing someone.
0: Because when they when they were talking about how things in the story get resolved too quickly, I was like, OK. I can agree there. You know, that's been somewhat, you know, that's uh, somewhat, you know, that's been my biggest problem. But it's just his
1: examples didn't match his argument.
0: They The examples didn't match the argument, but then they put their foot in their mouth again by starting to insult Rebecca. Right. And it doesn't make me want to hear you out anymore because it feels like you've got some kind of vendetta against the creator. Right. So it made me want to bring up this. Right. I personally feel like we as human beings, we are smart enough and we have a wide enough vocabulary that we can critique someone's art without making the artist feel like shit. I feel like we should be able to do that. I feel like we should be at a point now where when we discuss art, we don't use words like garbage, trash, a uh, useless, worthless, sucks. Now, I'm not saying we should sugarcoat around our opinions. I'm not saying we should tiptoe around it. If the director of Morbius came to me and asked me, hey, so what you feel about Morbius? I'm not going to be like, oh, well, it wasn't really for me. But no, I'll be honest. I'm going to be like, I'll be honest with you, dude. I kind of hated it. You know what I'm saying? I just, I didn't like the writing. I didn't like the characters. I thought the film was kind of boring. Like, I, you know, I, I like a lot of your work, but that one, yeah, nah, it's a no for me. <laughs> unless I'm in public. Like, unless I'm on camera. Let's say I was, like, in a business where I was getting interviewed And if someone asks me about Morbius, I'm not going to start saying how much it sucks on air. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, you got to be politically correct. They say you got to be media trained. (laughs) I got to be media trained. I got to be like, hey, you know, Morbius, you know, it wasn't for me, but you know, it got a pretty high audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's resonating with a lot of people. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to, you got to play the game a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, I'm not saying to tiptoe around your opinions. I'm just saying we can let somebody know that we don't like what they created without critiquing them.
1: All right.
0: Critique the art. Leave it at the art. I thought the writing was poor. That's a good way to say it. A bad way to say it. I think Rebecca Sugar's writing is terrible. Why do you have to make it so personal? You make it sound like you are—you feel like you're personally insulted by this person. Right. It's like film. Just explain your critique. You hate the movie. Why'd you hate the movie? I thought the plot was piss poor. Uh, I didn't think the cast was well directed. I felt the editing was too choppy and the overall film is too long and I got bored. Mm-hmm. nothing that I just said was sugar-coated, nothing I just said sounded like I was trying to tiptoe around and preserve your feelings. I don't want people to preserve the artist's feelings. I want them to not actively try to insult them. Right? Critique the art is all I'm saying.
1: Because it's like what you think is garbage somebody else may like. So it's like if you're just like, everybody who likes this show and everybody involved in this show are idiots, it's like, God damn. It's like, you really, it's like, why would you say something like that about someone who likes something? But it's like, that's your opinion, sure. But it's not really an opinion though. Cause it's like, you think everybody who likes something that you don't like is an idiot. That's crazy.
0: That's insanity.
1: <laughs> it's like everybody gotta like what I like. No.
0: No. Not exactly. Nah man. I feel like we're intelligent enough to critique art in a meaningful way. You know? I feel like I feel like a lot of people don't know how to have healthy film argument anymore. All they know how to say, it's the same with music, too. They don't know how to have healthy music arguments or healthy music discussion. All they know how to say is, eh, it's mid. It's mid. It's trash. It's garbage. What don't you like about it? It sucks. You told me nothing just now. You feel me? <laughs> like, that's that was such a waste of a response.
1: Because it's like, you didn't, like, <laughs> you weren't descriptive. You weren't. Like, you didn't go in depth about why you didn't like it. It's
0: like, I
1: just don't like it. Oh. Uh, okay. Is <laughs> <That's> it. Like. <laughs> like, I'm just guessing at what it is at this point, because you don't even know.
0: Bruh, it's like, yeah, exactly. It seems like you don't even know. So, yeah, that's all I really wanted to talk about, man. Because if, and it feels like we're so addicted to negativity, like it's like we're we latch on to it. Like for some reason it just grasps our attention. Mm-hmm. So it look, this has nothing to do with us like it. You know what? I'ma tell them, I'ma tell them that story. Remember that story I told you about the girl with the M&M? With her uh oh, not yeah, liking yeah. Eminem? Mm-hmm. So a job I had, I pretty much was working across from this new girl and You know, we were talking and we were hitting it off, you know, not not in that way, but we were hitting it off. She was cool. Don't start. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, I was not attracted to this woman. Okay, but nah. And we started talking about music and stuff. And I asked her, oh, you like Eminem? And then she started talking about how she can't stand Eminem. I guess she was saying her husband plays him all the time or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, that's too bad. I was like, what don't you like about him? Now, I'm an Eminem stan. So I health I know an unhealthy amount of his catalog. So it's like, when I asked her this question though, wasn't it try to change her mind or try to force some Eminem down her throat? Like, nah, I was just trying to be, you know, I was just having a conversation. I like to know why you don't like Eminem. And she proceeds to say that she doesn't like Eminem because all his songs and all his albums are either about his mother or his daughter. (laughs) So, me being an Eminem stan, I don't even think you have to be an Eminem fan to know that not every single song he writes is about his mom and daughter. Now, if you're not a fan, I understand why you wouldn't know allow me to let you know. A shockingly little amount of his songs are about that. (laughs) A shockingly few (laughs) like, it's really not that many. I don't even think there's 10 songs where he's just mainly rapping about his daughter and his mom. Like, it just doesn't happen. So, I was just telling her, hey, you know, just so you know, though, like, A lot of his songs are not about his mother or his daughter, like, or his wife. I know that's like, I know those are a lot of the songs that like blew up, but like, trust me, I've been through his albums a lot. Like, a lot of his songs are not about that. And she's, and she just starts going off on me. She's just like, you're not going to change my opinion. I don't know why you're trying to change. Nigga, I don't give a fuck, bruh. I don't I do not care that you don't like Eminem. I promise I will sleep well tonight. <laughs> I'm just letting you know.
1: She thought you was one of those <laughs> like <laughs> those converters that just be like no you need to appreciate the art of no
0: (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) bro like I'm so chill like I was literally sitting there chilling I'm like fam I don't care that you don't like Eminem I'm just letting you know that what you just said was incorrect that's all I'm saying She's steady, just like, he. no, 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 you're not going to, you trying to change my opinion. You're trying to make me like him. I'm like, I, I just gave up, fam. I just gave up. I was like, all right, bet. Tell me why it was break time, and we went to, you know, a couple of my friends or whatever. She started telling them, he's down there trying to make me like yeah. him. I was like, I'm about to slap the <laughs> shit out of <this."
1: laughs> I'm like, come on, fam. Like, are you serious, Ricky? This he like, he's some creep, (laughs) bro. Like, (laughs) you say you like Eminem? Oh, really? Oh,
0: really? (laughs) (laughs) Man, fam. So yeah, you know that was an odd experience. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Very odd. So, but yeah, I feel like we shouldn't, you know, have to call people's stuff garbage. And say this sucks and it's trash and they ain't got no business writing stuff and all kind of crazy shit. Just being unnecessary.
1: Well, you got to follow your own advice. Who I been Mm -hmm. shitting you?
0: Don't eat me. Now, Vanessa. (laughs)
1: Now, Andrew.
0: Be honest. Do I ever directly attack the artist?
1: I'm not saying you attack the artist but Okay, you but wait, the wait. Let me fa- let like me ask shit. a follow up. Oh yeah, I, I attacked yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's why I said take your own advice. You're not the people. And I said whenever people be critiquing stuff, they be critiquing <laughs> the artists and the fans. That's what I said.
0: They do critique the fans.
1: For liking the shit.
0: Yeah.
1: And you do that.
0: <laughs> okay, so let me let me explain. Right. <laughs> no,
1: don't. Let me explain. You <laughs> full foolish shit.
0: You can't present it to me and not let me defend
1: myself. Come on. Come Ooh. on, then. Ah, you told me that she was ready.
0: My throat bout dry as the Sahara Desert. Well, Don't fuck you, with me. Why
1: did you even suggest to talk if you weren't even ready? Can I sip? Yo, dry mouth ass. Hey. Christy Lupin. <laughs>
0: Since my lips so crusty, <laughs> why don't why don't I just say
1: fuck all this shit? <laughs> what because your lips crusty? You better get some chapstick, baby. I uh, get it from Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the podcast, guys. Welcome, <laughs> back to, welcome back to me, Vanessa Jarrett, murdering Andrew Norton. I was her. Wait,
0: wait, wait. <laughs> wait.
1: <laughs> what was I
0: saying? Oh, let me explain. So I just be picking on y'all. Whatever. I just be picking on y'all. I I don't give a fuck that you like Shark Tale. I don't think you're a garbage person because you like Shark Tale. I don't think you're an idiot. I don't think you're an ESC bus rider. I just be picking on you.
1: But still, how do you know the other niggas not picking on us when he say that shit?
0: Because when other people say it, they actually insult people. I saw a video where literally a person was saying how much like they don't like Marvel. And he literally, this is the most condescending shit i ever heard. This motherfucker really looked at the camera and was like, I mean, it's okay for, like, you know, little babies. Like, it's okay for little, little children. It's just like, come on, fam. You know a lot of adults like this show. You're basically calling us all children because we like Avengers.
1: My favorite one is Sheep. Bro, is sheep.
0: sheep. Oh, my God. Like, I'm just, that. that's the shit that I don't fuck with. with. The condescending, insulting shit. You can tell, bro. Like, you can tell who's the assholes and who's just taking little fun digs.
1: But basically, my point is, take your own advice. That I, was I'm, I'm my trying
0: point to. Was. I'm trying to. Life is hard.
1: I don't want to hear it. Damn. <laughs> how you just going to dig with God,
0: Damn. That's a <laughs> love <and> lust. <laughs> All of us. All right, bro. We're going to move on to the next segment of the podcast, the Drop the Needle segment where we talk about music. Um, I wanted to say, today, the day that we're recording this, August 30th, this is apparently the 17th anniversary of Kanye West's second album, Late Registration. So I just kind of wanted to give a shout out to that album. Vanessa, I know you don't really know his albums like that just yet. Late Registration had Gold Digger uh heard him say uh we major um there's another one on there i'm forgetting that was really big um i'm forgetting it right now but you know it had a lot of bangers on it it's one of kanye's undeniable classics especially if you ask me um i love that record um have you do you know the songs that i'm saying Mm -hmm. from the record do you like those songs yeah okay you, I know you don't really listen to Kanye like
1: that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Like...
1: I mean, like you said,
0: I really listen to Kanye. Oh, t- Touch the Sky. That's what I was thinking about. Touch the Sky. You know that song? No. Yes, you do.
1: How? Why, why would you even <laughs> ask me if you... If you... No, <laughs> <laughs> So is I say no? Yes, you
0: do. That's that question more is translated <laughs> to: Do you remember the song? Because you damn. have had to heard that song.
1: It's just the fact that you literally was like, you know that song? No, yes you do. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: <laughs> God testify. Stop. Come up in the spot, looking extra fly. To the day I die, I'm gonna touch the sky. You know that song.
1: (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Shut
0: up. Anyways, man. Yeah, Late Registration. At one time, I considered Late Registration my favorite Kanye West project of all time. That has... Changed and shifted a little bit, but it's still one of my favorite albums of all time, definitely. And the song Hey Mama is actually my favorite Kanye West song and one of my favorite songs of all time. So I just want to give some flowers to late registration and give some flowers to Kanye West. Um he's been a little more quiet these days, which is definitely a refresher. You mm-hmm. know, I don't I don't like when Kanye starts act acting out, having episodes. You know, I'd Unlike most people, I don't find fun and humor in picking on the man. Like, I want the man to take his medicine and I want the people around him to take his phone away from him when he's <laughs> having an episode. So, you know, it's good to see that Ye isn't out here whiling as much. He'll say something every now and again that's got me like, ah, put the phone down, Kanye.
1: <laughs> right.
0: But anyways...
1: I mean I agree I feel like I mean for me personally it's a little bit different cause I'm not really a Kanye fan so it's kinda like similar to the Ezra Miller shit like yeah I want him to get better I wanna see that for you but your, your life doesn't really affect me anyway. So it's like, I really I couldn't care less, honestly.
0: I feel you on that. But yeah, happy anniversary to that album and prayers up for Kanye. You know, I hope the man is somewhere being healthy and not being self destructive to everybody around him. Moving on, a uh, couple albums dropped over the weekend, or was it over this weekend or was it last week? It was this weekend. that yeah. just passed. Yeah, a couple of albums dropped this weekend. Um, DJ Khaled, God Did. So, man, when it comes to DJ Khaled, I do really enjoy some DJ Khaled music, especially from the mid-2000s. DJ Khaled has had a lot of hits, you know. I'm so hood. Welcome to my hood. Uh, you know, uh What's what's the one where where you got to put your hands up or some shit? <laughs> Please, I don't. The one about uh, winning, uh, uh all I, all oh, I, I, I do is win like, win wait. win. That one. All I do is win 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 no matter what. You know, DJ Khaled has some good hits. Um what's the other one? Uh cuz I'm out here grinding. Like he's got some hits. Over the past few years, DJ Khaled has really lost me. You know, his past three albums, I've borderline hated every single one of them. I barely walk away with any songs that I actually enjoy. I find his production style, you know, he doesn't make the beats. Keep in mind, DJ Khaled doesn't actually do anything. <laughs> but, um, you know, I find the beats that he picks to be very boring. They're they just don't do anything for me. And the features on all of these albums, they just, their, their verses are so lazy. They're so phoned in. They're not even trying. And it's just like it doesn't help to hear DJ Khaled yelling at me at the start and end of every single song. We the best. Who we nigga? <laughs> we the best. <laughs> DJ Cat. Ka- See. Back in the day, it was kind of cool. Back in the day it was kind of cool. I like, remember the I'm so hood intro? <laughs> DJ Khaled, we the best. Who we nigga? We the best. The runners. I run I represent the ghetto across the world. If you represent the hood, put your hands in the sky. I'm so hood. Listen up. <laughs> hey, that shit was hard. That shit was hard, man. He, and he doesn't even say that anymore. He used to say, listen, that shit used to be hard. These days, DJ Khaled is just annoying. Always talking about how much God has done for him, which it, Christians don't get mad. I'm just saying it gets annoying to hear somebody just be like, see, God did this for me. This is all God given. God did Baby, he literally says God did like fucking 80 times on this record. (laughs) And I hated it. I hated it. Now, did I hate the album? Surprisingly, no. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was a sonic version of NyQuil because it was so fucking boring. So boring. He's using the same he's using the same features he uses every album. There's a couple Future features. There's a couple Drake features. There's a couple Lil Baby features. Like Oh my God. It's just so frustrating to see this man actually do the exact same thing that he's been doing for a few years now. He picks some really inoffensive, toothless beat and he gets some fucking really talented rappers to come on and spit some very lazy, uninspired verses. It's just the drafts. It's, bro, it's rough drafts. It's rough draft music again. And it's just like his music just bores me, dog. Like, it just it just bores me at this point. And granted, the album never annoyed me to the lengths that some of these other albums did. One of those albums had a chance to rapper rapping the ABCs on that shit Please. to his kid. It was one of the most disgusting things I've ever heard in my what? life. So this album doesn't have any moments like that. It doesn't have any like songs that I hate or think are garbage. It's just that I don't really truly like anything because the beats are so unspecial and the v- only thing more unspecial are these lackluster verses and these uncatchy hooks. And it does not make it better when at the beginning of every other beginning of every other track, I gotta hear him yell in my ear Y'all ain't believing us?
1: God did it. shut <laughs> why did it trick you so bad?
0: I give the album a light C minus. I didn't hate it, but I thought it was very boring. So I know y'all listen to DJ Khaled. No. I'm, I'm sure you like his hits. Sure. You know what I'm saying? He's got his, forgot about one of the biggest recent ones. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow How thoughts. I don't know, it got my girl on it. I don't. I don't know. But how you feel about DJ Khaled's recent music? Hasn't been doing anything for you? Nothing?
1: I don't even know if I've heard anything like past, like wild thoughts. Like I just I, I don't really care for him.
0: You you heard the one that was you heard the ones that were literally carbon copies of each other, right? I don't know why, yeah. I don't know why, yeah. Oh. With Justin Bieber. And you heard the other one with Justin Bieber. This a no-brainer. Oh, yeah. It's literally the exact same song, just minus a Wayne verse. <laughs> it's literally the exact same song. They both have Quavo. They both have oh, somebody. I'm forgetting. Chris Brown. Chris Brown, I think. And they both got Chance, I think, on it, too.
1: I think the first one had the Migos and the second one had Chance.
0: Oh, yeah. you're. I thought Chance was on uh, the first one. Maybe. Look, now I got to see.
1: No, I think, okay, I think Chance was on the first one and Migos was just in the back. And like, they were in the video just for some reason. And yeah. Like, Quavo did a verse, but yeah. the Migos was all just there.
0: Yeah, I'm the one has Chance the Rapper, Quavo, uh, Justin Bieber, and Wayne. And No Brainer, which No Brainer is a horrible song, by the way. The song is awful. It has Justin Bieber, Chance the Rapper, and Quavo. It's literally the exact same song Which by one this Which one am Wayne. I thinking of? I don't really know. I really don't know.
1: But it's like, you know what I'm talking about.
0: I feel like I do, but I'm not maybe, sure.
1: Maybe I'm thinking of something else.
0: You might be. Are you talking about that old song with uh, Chris Brown and Wayne and...
1: Oh, you talking about Hold Me Down? Yeah. <laughs> or Hold You Down.
0: Or Hold You Down. Yeah. It wasn't
1: with uh Wayne. It was Chris, August, Trey Songs, and um Wayne was on that too. I thought it was Two Chains.
0: Two Chains might have been on there too, but no, nah, uh Hold You Down had a No, I'm sorry, you're right. You're right. No, we're thinking about two different songs again. I'm thinking of <laughs> God damn it. <laughs>
1: Why are there so
0: many? (laughs) This nigga got too many fucking songs. Wait, was it with
1: Two
0: Chains? No, Two Chains was not on that. It was a bunch of.
1: Oh, it was Future. Yeah, I was was like, it had to be somebody that, like, I know, but I don't listen to.
0: Which that song is lit. I hated the remix, (laughs) but the original song is lit. It's not Jealous. It's not Gold Slugs. How many times?
1: Oh. With yeah, Chris and, weird B- weird.
0: and Sean and Wayne. Chris, Sean, and Wayne. I'm sorry. We should never talk about DJ Khaled this long. Let's talk about <laughs> somebody that's actually talented. Jid dropped an album. So for for those who don't know, uh, J. Cole has a label, and his label is Dreamville. And on this Dreamville label, one of their most prominent artists is Mr. Jid. Other artists on this label are Kaz, um, Boz. Um, I know similar names. Earth Gang, Ari Lennox, who, God, I can't wait for her album. I'm so excited. She
1: said, see you soon like eight years ago. Damn, it's dropping
0: next month. It's dropping next month. Let's hope. I'm, I'm, look, she uploaded it to Apple, so it must be on the way. <laughs> on the <laughs> <de> way.
1: <laughs> Stop. You did it. <laughs> you looked at me. <laughs> Your eyes lit up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is your fault. You did this to me. You did it. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. Nah, dude. Uh Jid. Jid, man. One of the artists on the Dreamville label. Um, you know, Jid is an artist that I just kind of stumbled across. I don't even remember the first time I heard him, to be honest. I'm pretty sure the first... Nope. Okay, so there's a technically, and then there's a actually. So technically, the first time I heard him was on a song off of Mac Miller's Swimming album, where um the song is self-care. And during the verses, Jid isn't credited for a feature, but you can hear Jid's ad-libs in the back. So R.I.P. to Matt Miller, first of all, but yeah, that was the first time I technically heard Jid, but since he wasn't credited and the vocals are so like low, like I thought it was Matt Miller.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I didn't find that out until way later. I actually the first song I heard from Jid was actually um, off D's with J Cole, you know, get on my dick, get on my dick, put in my hip, under my clip, get on my, get in my, what And when I heard him, I was like this nigga kind of going off on this shit. Now then J. Cole had to come on and kind of steal the show a little <laughs> bit. But but you know, I still feel like Jay killed it. So I was like, okay. And then the next song I heard from him, this was a couple of days later. I remember this specifically because the next song I heard from him was on YouTube. It's a song called and Nettie. Me and my two niggas, we like Eh and Eh and Nettie. And I'm like, this dude's actually pretty talented. Listen to his whole DiCaprio 2 mixtape. Loved it. One of the best projects of 2018. 2018 was one of the best years in music to me. 2018 was a crazy year. Uh, let me just remind you some of the projects. I promise we'll get back to Jen, but goddammit, you know we got a sidetrack. Um, <laughs> Some of the projects that dropped 2018, Georgia Smith's debut album, Lost and Found. Uh, Kids See Ghosts by Kanye and Cuddy dropped that year. Um, One second. Um, J. Cole K.O.D. dropped that year. The Carters, Everything is Love. Mac Miller's last album, While He Was Alive, Swimming. Came out that year, RIP to Mac Miller. Lil Wayne's Carter 5 drop. Janelle Monae's Dirty Computer. Denzel Curry, Taboo, Royce the 5'9", Booker Ryan, Travis Scott, Astroworld, Vince Staples, FM, Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy, Eminem, Kamikaze, Ariana Grande, Sweetener, Kanye West, yay, Pusha T, Daytona, 21 Savage, I Am Greater Than I It Was, Tayana Taylor, Keep That Same Energy, Anderson Pot, Oxnard, Nipsey Hussle's debut and sadly last album while he was alive, R. Peter Nipsey Hustle, TDE Black Panther album, Prime Prime Two, Ti Dime Trap, Lil Wayne Dedication Six Reloaded, Jid DiCaprio Two, uh, Nas Nasir Tech Nine Planet Drake Scorpion LMA LMA Justin Timberlake. 2018 was a crazy year. <laughs> you may not recognize every single project, but I know you recognize a lot of them. Yeah. So. <laughs> 2018 was... Cra- My Dear Melancholy Weekend. That was 2018. Bro, 2018 was a crazy year, bro. But, oh, at Triple S, Tentacion, again, rest of- Oh,
1: there's too many dead niggas. No. <laughs> Why? Why you take off the glasses?
0: Bro, because it's stressing me out. There's too many dead niggas. Um, so, nah, just to rewind about the Jid, you know... The Forever Story, this is this album is a sequel to his debut album, The Never Story, which I actually heard. I thought it was pretty good. You know, I wasn't super blown away by it, but I thought it was pretty good. So I listened to The Forever Story over the weekend. I let Vanessa take a listen to it. And I think I'll let her tell you guys her thoughts first. So just kind of share how you feel about Jid and then how you feel about this new album.
1: Um, I mean... You kind of play him often. So it's like the songs that I have heard, like I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't really sure exactly like what I was like getting into with the album. Cause it's like, I don't, of course I don't really listen to him, but like the songs that I have heard, it's like, okay, it might be kind of like this. It might be something different. I don't know. So I don't know. I liked it. I haven't, really played it since you played it for me but mm-hmm. I liked it
0: what are your favorites
1: mm. I liked crack sandwich
0: any song with the with crack in the title is bound to be hard
1: <laughs> wow <clears throat> um I like surround sound. I like the one with Lil Durk. Uh, I like the one with Ari Lennox. I'm pretty sure I like Stars, I'm not too sure. I like the one with Lil Wayne. I like Money and I like the last two.
0: Mm. Any flaws with the album you would say?
1: Not that I can remember.
0: Nice. Um. Yeah. Nah. I love this album. I found it very difficult to turn it off. Uh, I'm in love with it. Uh, right off the bat, it starts off banging with Radar, which has this great beat switch. Like, goddamn, there's so many great beat switches all across this album. But yeah, you can definitely get that feel for Jid's style. You know, he has that nasally voice and his flow is very eclectic. He can speed it up. He can drop it back down and it's fire. Mm-hmm. Like, just to hear the niggas spit, just Like, he'll just like, he's such a master of his rhyme scheme so early. And it's something that I can admire. So, yeah, he goes off on that. Dance Now has a fucking amazing hook. And that, bro, he, that sample in the back, I think it's just him. I think they just sampled him saying that. But that shit in the back, that bomb, bomb, and I'm bomb, bom, bom. Man, that shit has been sucking my head since I heard it. And, I think
1: I like that one, too.
0: Bro, like, and then the second verse, I'm not the... Well, I'm not the two-stepper, man. I said I do not dance.
1: Bro. That, that
0: <laughs> shit is hard, man. That shit is definitely hard. Crack Sandwich, like I said, you can't have a song with crack in the title and it not be hard. Stevie Wonder could write a song called Crack My Mama Back,
1: no. and it'd be hard. It'd be hard. Why you put <laughs> Stevie Wonder, Digger.
0: I'm sick of you. it'd be hard. Uh, can't Punk Me, oh my God, it has a fucking weird-ass beat, super weird beat, and a super weird hook that, for some reason, is catchy as fuck. But can't put me, bitch! Like, that shit is crazy. Energy is super high. Surround Sound with 21 Savage and Baby Tate. I've loved that song since it dropped. That was one of the singles. That's easily one of my favorite songs of the year. That shit is too catchy. And that beat switch when he started going off the hill. It's hard. Uh, Then the album mellows out a little bit. My only flaw with the album is I feel like it gets a little too slow in its last half. I feel like I could have used maybe one more kind of not a banger, but a higher energy track to kind of break up the track list a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's not that big a deal. The songs are still great. Cody Blue 31 was a great track. Brother th- Brother Them with Lil Durk, I thought that was a great track. Lil Dirk's feature was great. Sister and Them was my shit, though. Really loved, really loved hearing Jid's content. Jid has shown himself not to be one of those rappers that's just gonna and not actually talk about anything. You know, he'll actually slow it down, get a mellow beat. The dude actually seems to be really soulful and he has a very nice singing voice too. So anyways, yeah, this album is great. If you haven't heard it, I would definitely check it out. My favorites, Easily Radar. He was going off on that shit. Dance Now, Crack Sandwich, uh, Can't Punk Me, Surround Sound, uh, Systemum, Can't Make You Change with Ari Lennox, Just In Time with Wayne, and Lauder 2. So yeah, this album is great. You should definitely check it out. Nessa, if you had to grade it, what would you grade it?
1: Um, I'd say I'd say an A minus for now, just because I want to listen to it again. Mm. But
0: so you do want to hear it again? Yeah. Nice, nice. I'm with I'm with you. I'm feeling a I'm feeling a strong A minus. Very likely to dip into that A because I've been. I've been playing it a lot. Like a lot, a lot, a lot. So, yeah, man, if you haven't listened to Jid, check Jid out, but also listen to the rest of Dreamville, dog. Like, they got a good roster. Boz is really good. Kaz is really good. Um, Loot, uh, he's really good. Uh, Earth Gang is great. Jid is great. Ari Lennox is great. We all know J. Cole. So. <laughs> All right, y'all, that wraps up the uh, drop-the-needle portion of the Keep It 3000 podcast. We're going to be Project. right. Pro- I was trying to just, <laughs> you couldn't let me keep ah. going. Nope. I was trying to sideline it. You nope. wouldn't let it happen. Nope. Why? Nope. Why? Why? Man, we'll be right back to the podcast. Y'all say locked. lot. Alright, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and we are here with the Keep It 3000 podcast. We're going to move on to the final and beefiest segment of the show, the Keep It 3000 portion of the podcast. Now, here we talk about movies, anime, television, you know, anything in that kind of sort, and um, today, I actually want to discuss the HBO Max show, Euphoria. Now... Euphoria, I was very late to the party on. Uh, I heard about it a little bit when it first dropped, season one. But I mean, I didn't even have HBO Max back then, so like, I didn't, I didn't really, you know, get into it at all. But I heard it bubbling up again, you know, this January. I, I guess that's when season two had dropped, and you know, I heard it bubbling, and I heard people talking about it. And when the season had already wrapped up, you know, the conversation around the show was still very much, like, happening. So I decided, you know what? Let me go ahead and jump into this. I don't want to miss out on one of the biggest things of the year, you know, other than Game of Thrones, because I'm never going to watch Game of Thrones because it's too fucking long. But, um, yeah, I watched Euphoria. And I'm not going to lie. I think it genuinely is maybe... The best show I've ever seen. Now, I can't say that for sure, because it's only been a few months since I've uh, I just rewatched it actually with Vanessa's because she hadn't seen it. And, um, you know, uh, can't say that so quickly about a show, but I will say, yeah, I think this is probably my favorite show of all time. But, um, yeah, I introduced Vanessa to it. How did you feel about it?
1: Um, I mean, I obviously, like, seen it everywhere, like, when it first came out, like, on social media and stuff, but, like, you know me, I'm not really, like, the type to really watch, like, shows that blow up and that everybody is talking about until after, like, it dies down and stuff, but, like, I don't know, just for a while, I didn't think about it much because I'm just like, okay, I'll put it on my list. But then when season two came out and everybody was talking about it again, I'm like, oh my gosh, here we go again. (laughs) But anyways, like, I don't know. I always planned on watching it, but I was like, listen, I'm too busy. I don't have time to be starting new shows. So when you were just like, you're watching it and you wanted to show it to me, I'm like, okay, I guess I'll start it. So I don't know. The first season was very rough for mm-hmm. me <laughs> getting through it just cause like of how in touch with like reality it is and like I don't know I could see myself in some of the situations and I'm just like okay yeah you kinda hit me you, you kinda talking to me a little bit mm-hmm. but I don't know I feel like season two was a little better for me um I don't know. But like with season two, it was just like, I was kind of already like established with everybody. And like, I kind of got a grasp of who everybody was in that first season. So in season two, like the characters kind of somewhat say consistent, because we're not going to talk about Kat. But (laughs) (laughs) we're not going to talk about her because they bring her out the show like it was nothing. But anyway... Mm -hmm. Um, not that I really liked her anyway I don't know why I'm defending <laughs> her <laughs> but anyway that's not the point <laughs> oh
0: I feel like God.
1: I was established with the characters so I feel like I kind of got a grasp of like everything that was happening and then when shit popped off I'm just like listen that took a turn that very much took a turn so I don't know I feel like it's very like creative the third person like narration but it's true. Mm. so i feel like you know that's creative i don't know i feel like the topics and like the shit that be happening to them is like real shit so i can relate to it
0: yeah i think the show is incredible i love the i love the art direction i love the visual style I've heard complaints like some people feel like at times it feels like you're just watching a very expensive music video. And yeah, it does. But I like those moments. I think those moments actually make the show unique and it gives it more of an identity. Those moments that do feel like you're watching a music video. You know, I I think it's cool for that. You know, I've heard the complaints about there's not really a straightforward narrative Like, there's not really an actual, like, focused story happening. And, yeah, there's not. But it doesn't really bother me. Because, you know, I like uh, shows like that that are more kind of slice of life with a loose running narrative going on.
1: You like that with Euphoria, but not Pursuit of Happiness.
0: What do you mean? Because
1: you said you like, okay you know, it doesn't really have a point in the story. And oh
0: well it so, still has to be good. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, we're not gonna argue
1: about this. <laughs> finish finish what you were saying.
0: Anyways, <laughs> um nah, I just I love euphoria. I've heard the complaints, but you know, I don't have any complaints with the show. I think the show is fantastic. There are well, yeah, there are one or two things that I don't love about the show. <laughs> I do feel like Kat's character barely being there in the second season definitely had a negative effect on me because I actually did like her character in season one. I may not have liked where she was going, but I did like her. And then we get to season two and, you know... Most people know the actor was having some troubles with the director, Sam Levinson. And, you know, the actor for Kat is a um, lady named Barbie Ferreira. And, you know, Barbie and Sam would argue about, you know, the direction of Kat's character. So it's pretty obvious that that played a part in why Kat is barely in the season. Um, Characters like McKay from the first season are not here. They're not present. But you know what? Those things don't really bother me because season two gave me something which I found to be very interesting. It made me love characters that we were introduced to in season one I didn't really care about like that. You know, I didn't really care about Lexi in season one. I love her in this season. Like, she is awesome. You know? Um, And it makes me care about, you know, characters I didn't think I would give a shit about. You know? Like, like Cal... You know, from season one, I just looked at him like this. Yeah, you're a fucking worthless piece of shit. And yeah, fuck you. But by the time season two came around. Yeah, I actually did feel a little bit of empathy for uh, Cal. I may still condemn his actions, but and I still think he needs a lot of help. But yeah, I was able to feel his character. So, you know, yeah, I love the show. I think the show is fantastic and I'm excited for a season three
1: mm.
0: whenever that happens. But I think they're supposed to start filming this year. So hopefully we won't have to wait too long.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Moving on, we are going to move on to the next topic, which is so. OK, <laughs> this is kind of funny. I want to tell the people about our little um Halloween movie experience up until this point because I find it to be pretty entertaining.
1: Um, did we do it for Halloween? was that our Halloween thing. Was it? Did we do it on like in October or on Halloween? It was. I'm when, pretty sure like we just did it for October because you know.
0: It was when Halloween Kills came out.
1: That we started back from the first one. Right. Okay.
0: And Halloween Kills came out in October.
1: On Halloween?
0: Well, we saw it on the 28th. Okay. We saw it on a Thursday on the 28th, which leads me to think maybe we went on to the first day showing. Probably... But I don't know that for absolutely sure.
1: Anyway, why are you looking that up? I found it. Oh.
0: (laughs) October 15th is when it came out, so it was out for a little bit.
1: Okay. Well, still. It's just so crazy because we were just like, why don't we just watch? Like, not all of them, but like at least the first one. And... Just to get an idea of like what we're getting into with this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny because it's like in my head, I'm just like, listen, I know Mike Myers is that nigga, bruh. Like he's just crazy. <laughs> and I just feel like watching that movie was just gonna confirm what I already know. <laughs> it's fucking insane. But anyway, I don't know. I think the first one is definitely better than all of the adaptations after that. Mm. Um, really? I feel like it's definitely aged a lot. A lot. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like, like, for the most part, it was a decent movie. Mm. And I don't know. Because I, I feel like, did we really, like, for Halloween Ends and Halloween Kills, like, did we just... You mean,
0: you mean the first Halloween sequel that we watched? The one from 2018? The one that Halloween Kills is a sequel to?
1: Did we watch
0: that one? Yes. You don't remember? We watched the original Halloween, and then we skipped all the bullshit sequels that came after that one and skipped to the most recent sequel, the one that Halloween kills is a sequel to.
1: Okay.
0: We watched that one where he was in the mental place, and they came to see him. He was in the middle of the courtyard or whatever. Right. Then he breaks out, of course, and then he (laughs) finds his mask, and you know what I'm saying? He comes after... uh, Old girl, I'm forgetting her name. Sir so Journey Weaver comes after Sir Journey Weaver, and um, not Sir Journey fucking Weaver. Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm weak. Comes after fucking Jamie Lee, goddamn Curtis. <laughs> Why did I say fucking Sir Weaver?
1: Because I was thinking I was like, mm, I don't think that's her name. <laughs> I'm blanking on what her name is, but it's not that.
0: Golly, someone take my <laughs> film nerd card away from me. Why the fuck did I say James? Uh, uh, forget it. For, for, fuck it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's coming back to me. Um, Ooh. I don't know. I feel like the first one was probably like, Because I feel like Halloween Kills was better, like, filmed, of course, because the age gap, not the age gap, but the the gap between the 1978.
0: So some old as hell. Seven,
1: seventy
0: eight? Old as hell. And 1978.
1: So from that one to the 2018 one, it's just like, of course, you know. The filming and the directioning, directioning mm. direction is better. So it's just like, I don't know.
0: I personally, um, I like the original, you know, there's obviously just going to be a little bit of a wall between people our age and movies that are from the fucking 70s because right. they're just old as shit. Now there are exceptions, you know. I I love The Godfather Part Two, like I love it. That movie's old as fuck too, you know. Or oh my god, Citizen Kane, widely regarded as wi- widely regarded as one of the best films period mm. ever created. I actually kind of share that sentiment a little bit. I th- you know it doesn't all the way resonate because again, it's so old. You know, I wasn't there when it came out. Halloween was a classic and it definitely changed the horror genre forever. And I can see the classicness. I can't all the way resonate with the film again. It's so old, but you know, I can still recognize that Jamie Lee Curtis gave a great performance. Mike Myers is awesome. Hmm. And the kills were definitely a little frightening more often than not. Um, (laughs) I know I probably know what you're thinking about too. You think about when he popped up? Yep, I knew it. <laughs> that nigga popped up like a damn jack in a box.
1: He was in like, the back seat it was
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> like he was on a damn springboard or some shit, boys. Why did
1: he get up like that?
0: <laughs> I'm like, bro. What? How
1: you do what I was thinking?
0: <laughs> I was thinking about it. God damn it. You know, then then Halloween had a bunch of really bad sequels, and I've seen a couple of them. I saw H2O, that was awful. I saw Halloween Resurrection, that was awful. So uh not Resurrection. I'm thinking about Alien. I'm thinking about Alien Resurrection. Please. No, um, I saw Halloween. Was is
1: there a, is it called Resurrection
0: too? I think it's called resurrection too. How
1: they resurrect him? He don't die.
0: Yep, Halloween resurrection, and in that shit, Jamie Lee Curtis is like in a hospital, and when she sees Michael Myers, <laughs> she fucking dies in that fucking movie. She fucking dies at the beginning. That's the movie I told you to had Buster Rhymes at the end, fucking <laughs> doing karate or some shit. What? Fucking stupid. Yeah, there's a there's a. Um, there is a Halloween resurrection, an Alien resurrection. I've seen both of them, and I'm pretty sure the newest Matrix movie is called, yup, The Matrix Resurrections. Wow. Was with the, which I haven't seen, which I heard is not very good. But anyways, back to um, back to Halloween. So um, we did all that just because we wanted to see Halloween kills in twenty. That was last year, right? Yeah, twenty twenty one. So. We really wanted to see Halloween Kills. We went to see Halloween Kills. It was a movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a movie. Um, it that defi- we went to go see. That we went to go see. That, you know, it it, it, it played on the screen, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. you
0: know. It, the it,
1: lights were dark and everything. Oh, you
0: know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, they had seats. You know, you could sit down while you watched it, you know what I mean?
1: Eat some popcorn, drink some soda. You know, you know. Normal shit. You know,
0: it had people in it. You, you know, you are
1: not talking about the movie no more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, movie was not too good, but I'm. We had a great time watching it, though.
1: Right.
0: You know, it was one of those fun bads, so we just kind of <laughs> took it. You know how it was. Ambulance. Ambu- man. Ambulance is actually a good movie. I would say.
1: I feel like the last like forty minutes are the best.
0: Yeah. I don't know. For some, for some reason, all these things... we we supposed to be talking about Halloween. You're about to get me on a whole tangent about ambulance. So, um, yeah, Halloween Kills wasn't great, but we still were excited to see Halloween Kills. So, apparently, studios don't really learn their lessons because... Halloween Kills came out last year while the pandemic was still in its dying down stages and people still weren't really going to the movie theater like that. People still weren't really comfortable going back to the theater. So the studios like HBO Max and whoever the fuck does Halloween, because I forgot, but um the studios that do these films decided to have this really bad idea of dropping the films in theaters the same fucking day that they drop it on streaming. Bad, bad, bad business model. It did not work. It, it truly did not work. Uh, so many movies lost so much money, and it's kind of ridiculous. Universal Pictures does Universal. Uh, they do Universal? <laughs> Universal Pictures does Halloween. So, yeah, Universal just not really learning from the past mistake. Because Halloween Ends is dropping in theaters the same day as it is dropping on streaming. Is this not box office cannibalism? Like, do you not just ruin your own chances of making money by doing this? Like, Honestly,
1: because it's like, if people who see it like on streaming, it's like, if they don't like it, then they're gonna tell everybody that they don't like it. Mm-hmm. And people go by word of mouth for the most part. So it's like, they're not gonna go see it in theaters, especially if it's bad.
0: <laughs> Bro. And they're gonna tell their friends it's bad. And then one of two things are gonna happen. Either A, they're gonna be like, well, I don't wanna watch no bullshit, so they're not gonna see the movie at all. Right. Or B, they're gonna say, well, if it's bad, I'll just watch it on streaming so I ain't gotta pay for it. Exactly. Now, the only thing I could think is that maybe the studio knows the movie is bad. So they're like, you know what I'm saying? They don't want like a whole bunch of people to go see it and talk shit about it, maybe. Like, or maybe they're just trying to just, you know, just drop it and forget it. But it's like, first of all, if the movie's shitty, then you shouldn't be releasing it. That's the first thing. But the second thing is, I don't see how that would help. I just can't really see how that would help. Because at least if it's only dropping in theaters, because like we were talking about earlier, like audiences don't really give a fuck about critic scores when it comes to franchises that they love. Like They'll go see it if it has a fucking 20%. They'll still go see it. They all don't forget Venom made like fucking 800 million dollars. The first Venom like audiences don't give a fuck about critic scores. So even if the movie's shitty, if it was only dropping in theaters, you still had the benefit of the doubt of all those people that are going to go see it anyway that opening weekend. Right. Cuz that's where movies make all most of their money anyway is that opening weekend. So it's like, well, not all the time, but a lot of the time they make the bulk of their money that opening weekend. So it's like You still could have made that money that opening weekend, even though it wouldn't have equated to legs. Because, of course, everybody's going to walk out and say, wow, that sucked. But at least you have that weekend. Right. With you dropping it on streaming now. A lot of those people that would have went to see it on that weekend Cause I'm not talking about the Halloween stands, they go see everything. I'm talking about those casual Halloween fans that they're like, yeah, I kinda dropped off the series, but you know, I liked I like that first one, so I thought, okay, they're gonna watch it on streaming. Right. Cause they're given the choice, they're gonna watch it on streaming. But the other thing they have going against them is your last movie kind of already sucked. So you're already looking at lower returns simply because the last one you did wasn't too good. Fantastic Beasts is experiencing that right now
1: Mm.
0: because the second Fantastic Beast it wasn't very good. So this third one, a lot of people aren't liking this third one very much either. But on top of that, the second one already lost a lot of people. Mm. So I don't understand this business model. I don't know why they're dropping it on streaming the same day. I don't know. I mean, it's not like there's going to be a lot of competition. It's going to be October. I don't know what's dropping in October other than maybe Black Adam, but I think that's in November. Is it? I thought. Is Black Adam in October? It is in October. Okay. Mm-hmm. so But Halloween ends is coming a week after Black Adam, and I don't think they share the same audience like that. True. So, again, why ruin your own ticket sales by dropping it on stream? I'm missing the point. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can't think of any other reason other than just like. Because it's like it's not really making any money going on stream the same day. Like, maybe eventually, but, like, the same day is just, like, you're literally, like, choosing not to. <laughs> like, I don't know. And the and the whole
0: shit is, like, the whole thing is, I lost my point that fast. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you just say?
1: What did you I just was say? I saying, like, it would make no sense for them to drop it the same day because it wouldn't make them any money and it's like they oh oh
0: oh 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 because like they think that when they drop movies and shit on streaming like that a whole bunch of people are going to be like oh i'm going to join just to we're too deep into this streaming shit for that to work anymore anybody that's going to be subscribed to you is pretty much subscribed at this point you know what I'm saying? Right. You're not going to get a big influx of anybody who wanted to see Halloween ends. Just this, this. Oh, my God. I just thought about this. You know what makes it really stupid? This whole idea of, oh, OK, we'll drop it on. um, We'll drop Halloween ends on the streaming service so we can get a bunch of those viewers that want to see it to subscribe to the streaming service. You don't think the niggas that want to see Halloween ends aren't the same niggas that already joined when you dropped Halloween kills last year?
1: You think it's not the same niggas? Maybe, maybe they just like, oh, maybe some people didn't do it. So now we doubling down with this sequel and we going to get them this time.
0: Fam, no, <laughs> no, 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 absolutely not. No bueno, not a nil, none, no bother. It is
1: like people share accounts, so it's like, really, who are you?
0: Which y'all need to stop doing that shit. Stop sharing your fucking account. It's thievery. Okay, you're stealing.
1: You're stealing.
0: Don't try to make it sound like you're not stealing. You are stealing. You are either allowing or you are actually the one doing this. You are accessing something that costs money. For free. You are stealing. Stop it. And don't get mad at the streaming services like Netflix when they try to crack down on it. Stop being a thief.
1: They can do what they want.
0: Man, nigga, no the fuck you won't. Yeah, they won't. Because Netflix said we had hey, we getting we locking this shit down. Y'all motherfuckers gonna stop all this password sharing. How the fuck you got an account watching it in Florida and one watching it in New York? How you in both places at the same time?
1: Maybe you just a doctor. Bull fucking shit. i traveling doctors. They be having multiple houses and shit.
0: Man, you better tell your ass to another streaming service. A bit.
1: <gasps>
0: <laughs> All right, man, let's move on, man. Hey. I got the room the same color. We got we got some motherfucking... Uh, what do you call these lights? The LED lights or whatever. We got some lights in here. I changed it to the color green. Because you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. It's time to
1: talk about She-Hulk episode two!
0: What'd you think about it?
1: Um... All right. Well, I thought Uh, it was. Why you always do that? Why do you never give me a chance to formulate my words?
0: Go ahead, my dear. Go ahead.
1: So I feel like. I can. Kind of. See where this is going. Like the story. But I mean, they can just do so much with this story. It feels like for the most part, like. They're gonna surprise us. And I don't know. I'm excited to see what the surprise is about. And I I don't know. I just wanna see She-Hulk beat some niggas up. That's all I want. So, I don't know. You took too long.
0: I took too long? You (laughs) ran out of words?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I stepped out for a second. (laughs) What did you say? No, I heard you. I'm just playing.
1: Um, I was about to say,
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, um, I'm loving the show. I'm really loving the show. I love Jennifer Walters. I love Tatiana Maslany playing Jennifer Walters. Um, I am just hoping. I'm hoping and praying, right? Because I love the episode. I'm hoping and praying the show doesn't try to get too big in terms of its story. By the end of it. Because I think it could be really refreshing to just get a funny lawyer show. You know what I'm saying? I don't think I don't think I need anything big and crazy to happen. You know, Hulk left on that ship. I wouldn't mind if Hulk just kind of stayed gone for the rest of the series. I wouldn't mind. I don't need him to come back with a whole, like, conflict from uh, Sakaar and all this shit. Like, I don't really need all of that. Like, I don't need their, you know, I don't need abomination now having been kidnapped by some secret organization that plans to brainwash him and unleash him on New York and She-Hulk is their only hope. <laughs> I don't need all that extra shit with this show. I would love this show to just remain a very straightforward, um, socially conscious sitcom lawyer show.
1: It's that a sitcom? You ain't think. Sitcoms are. um,
0: Sitcoms are episodic, but well, it's comedic though.
1: Not only are they episodic, but they're like filmed in front of a live studio audience, kind of.
0: Not all sitcoms, no. You don't think so? No. A lot of sitcoms just say that shit. They just add laugh tracks to the shit.
1: That's what I'm saying. Why do you
0: think we keep hearing the same laughs? I mean,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's like they're either filmed in front of a live studio audience or they have laugh tracks. Yeah, but
0: I feel like there are sitcoms that don't necessarily do that.
1: Like which ones?
0: Like Everybody Hates Chris. That doesn't have a laugh track.
1: But it has narration.
0: Bernie Mac doesn't have a laugh track.
1: He also does interviews.
0: Malcolm in the Middle doesn't have laugh tracks.
1: He does narration. No, yeah. third person, or no, fourth wall breaking. My bad.
0: So, which She-Hulk has? Ah,
1: hush. Ah.
0: My nigga was speechless. <laughs> <laughs> let's
1: see. Let's see. She said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> "Let's see what Disney Plus says." The genres. You know, are it's this just show. gonna give
0: it the same genre it gives all the Marvel science stuff:
1: science fiction, comedy, superhero action adventure. I don't see no scum.
0: I see. I see comedy. Sc- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I love this show so far. I love it. Um, we've heard some criticism about it. Some of it has been not, I wouldn't say warranted because I don't agree with them, but some of it has been reasonable. Some of it has been very unreasonable. You know, we've heard about the review bombing before the show even released. You know, people calling it garbage and saying it sucks before they even saw it. You know, now people have their really bad hot takes. Let's just be honest about who these people are. These people are basically knuckle-dragging Neanderthals that still believe that women are inferior to men. That's all they are. (laughs) They're men that feel threatened by progression. That's what it is. That's just what it is. So they're going to claim that... Marvel has some kind of hidden agenda that they're trying to push with their shows and movies and they're trying to make men feel bad and they're trying to make it seem like men are trash and all this shit, all this dumb shit that nobody should give a fuck about.
1: Because it's like it's what y'all want to see.
0: Like, bro, like if that's really You're what part you of get, the problem. you really are part of the problem. If that's what you gain from watching this show, if that's what you interpreted, the problem is you because the show did not imply that nor infer that. So anyways, I think the show is great. I just hope that the I hope that it stays steady. I'm praying we don't run into the same issue. That's I guess that's the biggest reason why I want the story to remain simple. I don't want to run into the same issue we've run into with all the other Marvel shows where the last couple of episodes, it feels like we're trying to rush and finish this shit up real quick.
1: I mean, you know, with Miss Marvel, it was just kind of like we're expecting this little slice of life coming to of age story, like with the little hints of super viral superhero action adventure, a little bit of, you know, like high school. Like we were just expecting a different show and it's just like when it did get deep into like the backstory of her powers, the backstory of like the bangle in general. I just feel like they spent so much time like not doing anything like progressing the story mm-hmm. so when it was time to like really get into it we didn't have enough time right and it's like by the end of it we felt unsatisfied i guess with how it ended
0: All right so yeah i don't know i I love the show though i don't know if it's gonna become one of my like super favorites of the Disney Plus shows, because, you know, my favorites, WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier and Moon Knight, easily my favorites. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the show's great. So I can't wait for our new episode and I can't wait to see what else is going on in this crazy cinematic universe at this point. Right. <laughs> All right, moving on. We saw a couple movies over the past few days. One movie we went to see is brand new. Uh, we saw John Boyega in Breaking. Now, this is a film that when I saw the trailer, they started their trailer campaign that seemed very um, late in the game. Now, I don't know if that's just when the movie theater decided to play the trailer or, if, you know, the trailer may have been out on YouTube for a while because it played at a festival already, like way earlier this year, I think. So, you know, um, maybe the trailer's old, but it seemed like they started the trailer campaign late, because we just saw the trailer, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. So, and I said to Vanessa, I was like, wow, that looks really, really good. And I think you had the same overall feelings Or about maybe it was
1: just the movies we were seeing didn't play that kind of trailer in the movie.
0: You might be right. Well, nope. Yep, because I just looked it up. That trailer didn't drop until a month ago. Oh. So, yeah, they started the trailer campaign for it a little, you know, late. But it doesn't seem like that kind of movie that would make a shit ton of money anyway. But, um, yeah, we went to see it. And how do you feel?
1: Um, like I said before, I feel like I was scared. Like, especially like seeing the trailer, I was kind of scared that it was going to turn into something that I didn't want just based off of how they were portraying like the main character's character. I felt like, because I guess his whole point was just to get his money back. And he was just like, Oh, I need everybody to see me. I'm going to blow this building up. And then he has hostages. And I'm just like, okay, well now, if you do decide to blow up this building, I won't even feel bad because you're trying to kill innocent people. Right. I don't know. I just... I It just kind of put me off the way they, like, portrayed him in the trailer. But they didn't do that in the movie, so I'm happy about that. But I don't know. I feel like... What? I don't know the actor's name.
0: John Boyega.
1: Yeah. Um... He really like compelled me and his story was very compelling because like I don't want to spoil anything but it's just I feel like the way that he played this character was just I don't know the word I don't either I don't know. I
0: engaging
1: I mean, it was engaging to watch him.
0: And empathetic. Or sympathetic.
1: Yeah, I was like... I'm
0: One of them. Either the E or the S.
1: <laughs> the S is when you like feel for the character, but empathizing is when you feel because you've been in that situation.
0: Oh, okay. So empathy is when you directly relate and then sympathy is just, I understand your emotions. Okay.
1: But never mind. I'm not going to get into it. But I feel like his like story was like compelling to the point where I even forgot like how they portrayed him in the, char- the character, portrayed mm-hmm. <laughs> him in the trailer, <laughs> portrayed him in the trailer, and I feel like the movie kind of just told a different story without it being like super crazy. And I was engaged like the entire time. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like he brought a certain level of emotion watching the movie, like out of me watching the movie. So I don't know. I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I really I really thoroughly enjoyed it, too. I thought uh, I thought John Boyega. Look, when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, yeah, he he put in an Oscar performance this time. And um, you know, I'd seen John Boyega before. I'd seen him in the uh, Star Wars uh, sequels. That you know, we'll we'll get to talking about Star Wars in a little bit. But um, yeah, I'd seen him in those films, and I thought he was really good in those movies. Uh, he was electrifying here, like he was excellent as this character. Now, for those who may not know, Breaking is based on a true story, um, a story of a you know. What was he? He was in the Navy, right? A Navy Marine. Is that what they're Marine. called?
1: Was he in the Navy, or is
0: the Marines a completely different section than the Navy?
1: Yeah, Marines, Army, Air Force, and Navy. I said that. I mean, uh,
0: Marines, Army, Navy, Marines, Air Force.
1: Army, Navy, Air Force. Okay,
0: so um, he was a he was a Marine. Um, I'm pretty sure, and the VA basically fucked up his check, fucked up his money and held his money back off of a mistake. And you A know, mistake
1: that they made.
0: A mistake that they made. It wasn't anybody el- else's fault. It definitely wasn't um, old boy's fault. And this shit just kind of sends him over the edge. He's sick of how, you know, v- veterans are treated when they get back. And... um He decides to hold up a bank, claim he has a bomb, and threaten to blow up the bank. And I didn't know this story. You know, I'd probably heard it before and just didn't really, you know, retain it in my mind. But I will say, I'm glad I didn't remember the story because the film kept me on my toes for the whole time. Right. Like, and there are a couple of twists and turns near the end. You know, we find out some information near the end like near the very end that really almost flips the whole situation on its head for you right. and it really like if you if you thought you knew what you thought you know if you thought you knew what you thought what the fuck you think you thought
1: <laughs> I was just about to say that <laughs> I was fixing my lips
0: <laughs> I beat you to the punch again oh my god if you thought you knew what you felt about the character up until that point, I'm pretty sure this, you know, the ending is going to make you question yourself. So, um, nah, yeah, I thought the movie was great. Is it groundbreaking? No. Is it like anything super creative or super experimental? Not really. It's nothing that you really haven't seen before. But I don't think that's a bad thing, though.
1: I feel like okay, I mean, I don't know if it was everybody's experience watching it, but it felt like as soon as the movie ended, it was just like a silent get up.
0: Right. <laughs> like yeah. get your things, let's go. <laughs> Man.
1: <laughs> that shit was like, damn.
0: <laughs> yeah. It definitely it definitely does not end on a happy note.
1: It just kind of ends and you just stuck <laughs> like <laughs>
0: Yeah, it happens really fast. Now, there are moments where you kind of I personally felt like, oh my God, we still here, like, at this part of the film. But I think that is done on purpose to kind of put you in the shoes of not only John Boyega's character, but the two bank tellers that are also in the bank. Right. Of them just feeling like, God damn, we still here. We still waiting on his interrogator. We like, we, we still Negotiator. here in this bank. Negotiator. I'm sorry. Like, We are still in this situation, like just it feels like it's like we're
1: scared, and y'all not doing anything to help.
0: Right? It's it is very. I got all these
1: guns pointed at the building, but can't get a negotiator on the phone.
0: Now the um, the negotiator, which was the chief, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He's played by Michael K. Williams. Unfortunately, Michael K. Williams passed away a little while after filming this film, so um, this was was his last. What was he in?
1: Lovecraft.
0: He's in Lovecraft too? Yes. <sighs> I know we got to watch it, but there's so much stuff I already have to I watch. I know, but I'm
1: telling you, it's so good. You, I even have a witness.
0: You do have a witness. We will start it. <laughs> we will begin it. Or I will start it, and you will start it
1: with me. I don't me. mind watching it with you. Again. All right, that's
0: a bet. But I gotta get through Daredevil. I started Daredevil. And I, I, know, I, know, I know, I know,
1: I know, I know, I know, I know.
0: Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, I thought the film was great. You know, I don't think it's super groundbreaking or super mega creative or unique. But I don't think every movie has to be. I think some movies can just you know, do their own thing, even if it's not entirely their own thing. And still be dope experiences. So, yeah, I thought this movie was great. What would you grade it?
1: I'd give it a b plus. I feel like, like I said, like some moments I felt like they weren't really.
0: Oh, what, I'm sorry. What? Wait, I was saying all that to say rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. Oh, that's what I was saying. All that to say. <laughs> but now, <laughs> now you can go ahead.
1: Um, well, basically, I was just saying. Those kind of breaks that they have in movies, especially like more serious movies and stuff like that, those little kind of breathers in mm-hmm. order for the audience to kind of, you know, breathe a little bit um some of them not all of them felt kind of awkward to me i don't know if that was like because of the script the director the actor it doesn't matter but it just felt kind of awkward to me sometimes like going into the next scene Mm. um i don't know i feel like that's probably the only problem i have with it but yeah i gave it a b plus
0: I think I'm right there with you. I'm feeling a pretty decent B plus on it. Mm. I think it was really good. I do want to get it on 4K, but um, you know, I don't think it's gonna be a movie I rewatch like all the time. But I can definitely see it being one of those sleepers where it's like you know, chilling at the crib, not doing nothing. It do on breaking real quick. Mm. So that was real good. And the last topic I have on the do- docket. So. um... Some of you may know that, you know, Star Wars has been putting out some series recently. You know, Boba Fett came out early this year. Did not get great reviews. Uh, Kenobi (laughs) came out this year. Also didn't get great reviews. And now we're getting another show called Andor, which is actually some sort of prequel series to.
1: The prequel. (laughs) The prequel. (laughs) You know how crazy that sounds, bro? It's odd. It's the prequel series of the spinoff. Two. <laughs> volume x uh, type a <laughs> the reborn, oh. <laughs> the revival dot mp3 reawakening
0: <laughs> reawakening man look man so this, it's a it's a prequel to star wars rogue one Now, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story came out in 20, I want to say 16 because The Force Awakens came out in 2015. So um, I did not see this in theaters, but um, I did see it at home and I don't I don't remember liking it very much. And I kind of held that opinion the next time I watched it, which would be a couple years after. So putting us at what, like 2018 or something. And I still didn't like it very much. I didn't dislike it, but I thought it was okay. Now, granted, that was a long, 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 long time ago. So when I heard because of this Andor show, they're putting Rogue One back in theaters on IMAX screens, I said, you know what? This would be an opportunity for me to experience it like a lot of these other people first experienced it. You know, in the theater with the big screen and the loud you know, sounds and the fans everywhere. But this will also be a good opportunity since we're not really getting any Star Wars movies right now. This would be a great experience for Vanessa to experience her first Star Wars movie in a theater. This wasn't her first Star Wars movie overall, but this was her first one in the theater. So I thought it'd be an interesting, you know, experience for the both of us. And I'm curious, Vanessa, what did you think about Rogue One, a Star Wars story, even though we've already talked about it?
1: Um, I kind of feel like you did the first and second time watching it. I thought it was okay, but I don't know. I just, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know. I feel like. It's like, for the most part, the characters didn't really do anything for me. So when things would happen and like shit would just pop off, it's like, okay, he's dead now. She's dead now. It's not like I cared anyway, but okay. Mm. So I don't know. I feel like it's crazy to think about, but literally the most compelling character and the one that I actually did give a fuck about is the Android. (laughs) It's like, why do I give a fuck about an Android more than the real people? (laughs) Right. So, I don't know. I think, like, for me, I think story should be up there more than, like, all of the other aspects of the movie sometimes. Because there are some exceptions, but I feel like for this movie, it needed to have more story than anything. Hmm. than just, oh, action and all this other shit they got going on. I don't know.
0: I mean, uh, it's very odd because I've seen this movie three times now and my opinion has not really changed. I think this movie is just all right. But, oh, hold up, wait. I think my opinion did change a little bit because I actually kind of disliked this movie, watching it in the theater with you. Now we had a good time. Like we had a good time watching the movie because we're we always have a good time. But as far as the movie itself, I kind of disliked it this time. Mm. Um yeah, just got to be honest, the first 30 minutes of this movie are very very rough. Like it was a very rough first 30. Uh very jumpy, editing is all over the place. Reminded me of um reminded me of Suicide Squad. Not the most recent one that's really good. I'm talking about that first one that was really bad.
1: It's not bad. Bro.
0: It is Stop. bad. Man, the, at least admit the editing is real sloppy. But come on. It's sloppy.
1: I think they did that on
0: purpose. They made you made a bad movie on purpose. Wow. Wow.
1: That's what you got from that sentence? Yes. No. <laughs> not what I said.
0: That's what you should have said.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole.
0: Yeah, man. Editing is just all over the place, jumping from planet to planet to planet, meeting a new person and meeting a new person, meeting a new person. But wait, it doesn't actually feel like we're meeting these people because we don't even learn their names in some of their initial scenes. So it's just like the movie's jumping all over the place in the first 30 minutes. And it's just I'm not really learning anything about any of the characters. So I'm just kind of getting annoyed because I can't really follow the story because I don't know who anybody is and I don't know why anybody is doing why doing whatever they're doing. Right. The second act of the film, okay, I got a grasp on the story now because it actually decided to slow down. You know, they get everybody together so there's not so much need for all the jumping. However, now I'm bored because I just don't really care about these characters because I don't know anything about them.
1: Right.
0: I don't know anything about how they feel. I don't know anything about where they come from. You know, the only kind of backstories we get from them is all exposition. And it doesn't really, I don't feel anything for the characters. So I can't give a fuck about what the characters are actually trying to do in this story. Especially since I already know what happens because it's a prequel. Right. I will be honest. The last act of this film is great. So maybe this is a situation where people like I'm just shooting in the dark to see why people outside of us love this movie. Maybe it's kind of that trick where like if a movie's last act is really good and really exciting, you'll walk out feeling positive about the whole movie. Because I'll admit that's how a couple of them Transformers movies kind of tricked me. You know, you give me like 45 minutes straight of robots beating the shit out of each other and you make me have a blast. It might influence me to feel more positive about the movie when I walk out.
1: Right.
0: But, you know, I I can't say for sure, really. I don't know. But it didn't really work on me. You know, Act 3 is great. We get some great visuals, some great action, um, you know, some kick ass just... Star Wars really feeling like a fucking war. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, Darth Vader is in this movie. He's awesome. He's awesome. I don't love his little quip in the film. You know, there's a scene where, if you haven't seen it, there is a scene where he chokes somebody and he turns around and he's all like, be careful not to choke on your ambitions. I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Why is Darth Vader quipping?
1: (laughs) Darth Vader does not (laughs) quip. He does not quip. He did, dare. He probably, he probably went on the ship and started kicking himself. Why the fuck did I say (laughs) that? That is not who I am.
0: Man, golly. That shit, that shit, yeah, that was an eye roller, but. Nah, I. I don't really see what people see in this movie especially Star Wars fans because I would think that Star Wars fans would be fans of fully developed characters that feel like people
1: right
0: because that's what makes Star Wars so great at least those first 3 films at least is those characters they're so they're so easy they're so easily attachable and they're so easy to latch onto and care about because they're endearing, they're charming, they feel like people. They talk about how they feel about things. They talk about you know, where they come from or what they want to do. And Rogue One, it's just, we gotta go here and we gotta go there and we gotta go here and we gotta get this and we gotta go here and we gotta find them and then we gotta do this and we gotta do that. There's no break. Old girl straight up loses her dad in the movie And the scene after that, we don't see her mourning the dad. We don't see her thinking about any memories or wanting to talk about any conflicted feelings she had with the father. No, it's just, all right, well, we got to get back to the the plot and get back to the... I don't give a shit about the plot because I don't give a shit about the people that are driving the plot. Right. I know a lot of people love this movie. And hell, there's there's a couple of Star Wars movies I love that a lot of people don't love. I love Revenge of the Sith. I know the prequels suck, but Revenge of the Sith is pretty good to me. I love The Last Jedi. Niggas hate The Last Jedi. I understand. And sometimes when people love something I don't like, I'm able to understand what they're liking about it. I'm able to at least see where they're coming from. I don't see where y'all are coming from. This shit mid as fuck. I'm feeling a light C.
1: I give it
0: a C minus. So I even still liked it a little bit more than you did. (laughs) (laughs) That is so weird. Yeah, man, like just doesn't work for us, but I'm going to continue introducing Vanessa to Star Wars. She's only seen the really original one and the Empire Strikes Back, but she liked them both. So this is the first miss, and it's not even a part of the actual main story. You know, it's a prequel. So prequel. Um, it's a prequel. So, um, yeah, I, I anticipate she's still going to love most of the Star Wars films, but we'll just have to see. Yep. That's our show. How you feeling?
1: How you feeling? How you feeling?
0: I don't know. what Are you referencing something? If I was
1: referencing You? You. You. Me? Yes, you. When, I, when did I do that? I don't remember, but you said it one time. It was a long time ago.
0: It must have been. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here all the way like, what the fuck are you talking about? You. <laughs> Look, we was almost the, uh, the Rush Hour 3 meme. <laughs> you. Yes. No, not you. Him. <laughs> He is me, and I am you. And I'm about to whoop your all ass, because I'm sick <laughs> of these playing games. You, me, him? Everybody has around here, him? i going to whoop your all ass. <laughs> Why are you whooping up old people? Why are you whooping himself? I'm about to whoop everybody ass in here, you, him,
1: me? <laughs> everybody. How going to whoop going to be like Patrick whooping his own ass? <laughs>
0: So he's going to be like, Patrick, folding himself. his cell. How the fuck you do that?
1: No, wait, please.
0: <laughs> have mercy. Lord, have Boop. mercy. <laughs> please hey man that's our show make sure you guys follow the, uh, follow us on Spotify or follow us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening follow us in the socials they are Social. in, in
1: the I was finna
0: just skip over it, oh, follow, it? follow us on the socials uh, hit us up if you have any questions if you have any comments and you know leave a five star review and uh, we will catch you on the next episode peace y'all
1: bye